snippet of what was omitted from episode one, Hillbilly Ding Dong Choo Choo, not one of the high points in the BG's vast performance canon. The novelty value of 1963 was to gradually dissipate in 1964 as the BG shifted their television allegiance from Bandstand Channel 9 and the influence of Cold Joy to Sing 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 Channel 7 and the mentorship of the wild one, Johnny O'Keefe. During 1964, the BGS made five appearances on Sing Sing Sing, two on the Sydney-based Channel 7 program Thank Your Lucky Stars, and had their own TV special recorded in Brisbane. Yet again, and sadly, footage has survived from only two of those appearances. The first four tracks we'll hear are taken from a June 1964 appearance on Sing Sing Sing. As was the practice at the time, songs were pre-recorded and then mimed on the actual program. In this instance, the songs were pre-recorded at Ozzy Burns' St. Clair studio in Hurstville, the BG's home away from home, and the quality is particularly good. We'll lead off with a cover of the A-side of the Beatles' second Australian 45, From Me to You. <laughs> In terms of songs performed on this episode, From Me To You is an outlier, having been released by the Beatles in May of 1963. The three other surviving songs from the episode all come from 1964 releases. 
Noting Johnny O'Keefe's well-documented control over what artists would perform on his shows, it's reasonable to assume that this was very much his pick, and a good one at that, with the harmonic structure suited to the Bee Gees style at that time. More British beat boom next with a cover of the Dave Clark Fives. Can't you see that she's mine? Can't You See That She's Mine was the A-side of the Dave Clark Five's fourth Australian 45, June 1964, so very current at the time of this Sing 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 episode. Sounding really Beatles-like, the song was again a perfect vehicle for the Bee Gees' harmonies, as were the next two songs, the first of which was a cover of Chad and Jeremy's Yesterday's Gone. Forever. 
Gee's having a touch of fun in the studio at the end of that recording. Also note the almost jazz-like backing. Chad Stewart and Jeremy Clyde's version is readily available on YouTube in several different forms. It's well worth a comparison. A quick aside to note that Chad and Jeremy were listed with their surnames, Chad Stewart and Jeremy Clyde, on all Australian festival releases, but just the Christian names on the CBS label releases and I have no idea why. The final surviving song from the episode is a cover of The Hollies. Just one look. Just One Look was the A-side of the Hollies' first Australian 45 release in March of 1964. 
Australia was a bit late to the party with the Hollies. Just One Look was the band's fifth UK 45 release. The Bee Gees do justice to the Hollies classic. The missing track from the episode is a song called Abilene, a 1963 hit for American country star George Hamilton IV. Abilene is a city in Kansas, which, and fascinating fact alert here, was the childhood home of Dwight D. Eisenhower. I'm sure I've heard the Bee Gees version, but right at the moment, it appears to have disappeared into the internet wilderness. A leap now to the 18th of December 1964, and a final appearance for the year on Sing Sing Sing. This performance can quite literally be billed as Johnny O'Keefe and the Bee Gees. Glad all over. Quite a performance, albeit in front of a curtain. Historic, almost the passing of the baton. And so we moved to 1965 and fairly slim pickings in terms of preserved audio. Although it appears that only six television appearances are documented, with another one only documented in one instance and only being listed as 1965, with no date. The first preserved footage is from a bandstand retrospective aired on the 3rd of July showing the BG singing 
My old man's a dustman. We'll park that one and move to one of the undated performances. Interestingly, on the Reg Lindsay Country and Western Hour, the BG's singing, Don't Say Goodbye. National TV stars. I won't mention the programs they've been on, but they're national TV stars, the BG's. Listening carefully whilst watching the YouTube video, it appears that the BGs are performing live. The backing band is clearly audible, including a fiddle and piano accordion. Not sure why Don't Say Goodbye, the B-side of Peace of Mind 1964 was chosen for this setting. Also not sure why the boys were retired in short-sleeved black skivvies, more akin to a folk coffee house than a country and western setting. The second song turns into a real country hillbilly stomp. Take a listen. Now it's gone, gone, gone. Those years have passed away. It's gone, gone, gone. There's to hear what I say. It's gone, gone, gone. There's nothing more to say. But I'd do anything if I could do it all again. Well, I'm an old man now, and I'm bored with the grace. People won't believe me, but let's Right up, and then he said to me, He said, The rattle's dead, rough, son, guess you better flee. 
Bee Gees' first 45 release turned into a hillbilly stomp, complete with hand claps. The mystery over the date of this episode remains as such. Michael DeLuper has extensively documented the Bee Gees' television concert performances, and he has a big question mark on this one. Looking at that schedule, the Bee Gees were incredibly busy in 1965, especially with touring, yet no Adelaide appearances listed. To muddy the waters further, the late Reg Lindsay's very well-maintained website lists the Adelaide show as being titled Reg Lindsay's Country Harbour and originating in 1964. Given Morris's appearance in the video, and noting that he had a significant growth spurt in 1965, I'm inclined to go with late 1964 as the most likely time of this appearance. Enough of the detective work for a while, and on to the Bee Gees' bandstand appearance on the 18th of December 1965. A bandstand special, this one titled Australian Composition Special. I was a lover, a leader of men.
the song had only been released in November of 1965, and so the Bee Gees finally got a genuine opportunity to push their latest 45. The staging setup for this song is fascinating. Robert on the studio floor at the front, Morris with a very high guitar carriage, well to his right on a high pedestal, and Barry very much in the background, strumming an acoustic guitar on a low pedestal. An attempt to equalise the height issue, perhaps? An attempt to give the twins more prominence? Interesting. Another Barry Gibb-only composition was the second song featured, Wine and Women. Helen Reddy with no return. Shane and Sonia jump up on the wool press, both by Charles Marrowood, perhaps the most original of Australian composers. And it's surely only a matter of time before he cracks the hit parade. Barry Gibb manages, it seems, all the time. Here's his most recent hit for the Bee Gees. the biggest of the brothers, Barry. 
Interesting introduction from Brian Henderson, referencing other composers featured on the show, and with a reference to Barry Gibb writing for the Bee Gees. A different physical setup for this one as well, with Barry and Morris on stools, and Robin standing between them slightly behind. Wine and Women was a moderate retrospective, having been released in July of 1965. Both songs were worthy inclusions in an Australian composition special. For 1966 appearances, we travelled to November and the final bandstand appearance, and a unique one at that. Brian Henderson's introduction. Congratulations to the Flanagans and their Golden Microphone Award. Incidentally, Bandstand for the second year in succession had an award recently from the Television Society of Australia. We thank them and uh, it was a marvellous thrill for us. During the week, we took the Bee Gees and our little box brownie out to Rex Aviation at Bankstown, where they have all those Cessna aeroplanes. Now, the Bee Gees were in fine voice, there was film in the camera, and this is what developed. Gone away. All the 
Focus too. It's nice when it all comes out like that. Now, a roll of film's pretty extensive. Some very nice snaps there by Bruce Wilson. Incidentally, those Rex Aviation Cessnas are the same ones that have been flying us down to Thribbo for the Bandstand in the Snow special you'll be seeing in about six weeks' time. Lots of the Bandstand family members are in it. Brian Davies, Anne and Jimmy Murphy, Judy Stone, Dinah Lee, Sandy Scott, and, uh, what's her name? Oh, Laurel Lee. For 1966, it's actually a pretty good video with interesting choreography, which perhaps the Bee Gees themselves had a hand in. Take a look on YouTube and you'll also notice the quite literal bushland surrounding Bankstown Aerodrome in Sydney in 1966. Moving on to what I believe is the final Bee Gees appearance on Australian television. Some disagreement over the date of this appearance on It's All Happening, a late afternoon show on Channel 7, emanating out of Sydney and hosted by Billy Thorpe, either the 6th of November or the 11th of December. Given the BG's other commitments at the time, I favour the 11th of December option. Two songs performed, the first of which is remarkable. Robin takes the lead on the Rolling Stones, Out of Time.
It's a remarkable vocal by Robin, given his age at the time. The performance is also special because it appears to be live, complete with a band and go-go dancers. Murray's psychedelic trousers are priceless, and Morris's eyewear suggests a Roger McGuinn look. The second song performed, we've just heard, Speaks and Specs, but because it too appears to be a live performance, and because it's the historical milestone of the BG's final Australian television appearance, here it is, Speaks and Specs. On my head The sun in my life It is dead It is dead Where is the light That would play In my streets And where are the friends I could meet I could meet On my head The sun in my life It is dim It is dim Where are the girls I left far behind The space and the space Of the girls On my mind front for this one with plenty of audience shots of screaming girls and some streamer throwing. Perhaps a farewell gesture? Harking back to the 1964 performance of Glad All Over on Sing Sing Sing, I believe there's a fair case for suggesting that Barry's composition of Spicks and Specks was influenced by the structure of Glad All Over. Compare that constant beat of the two songs. The Bee Gees did appear on other Australian television shows, including Saturday Date, 
the go show and commotion, but alas, no surviving footage. And so off to England and international fame and fortune. The gestation period had ended, time to blossom. Before we sign off, thanks and kudos to the various YouTube creators who have preserved and published the video footage, the audio of which we have enjoyed in these two podcasts. We'll sign off with an excerpt of where it all began on surviving Australian TV footage. Time is passing by. You'll always be-